It's the Green Umbrella Marketing Social Snippet Show. Welcome to this week's Social Snippet Show. It was a bit of a funny episode because um, I was on holiday and so was Jane, not together I might add. And um, so Mark, Emily and Amanda had to do the live lunch show without us. That was fine though, because what they decided to do was bring in two of our freelancers to join the conversation. Fantastic opportunity for a client base to get to you know, see the faces behind the emails, if you like. So Kevin Robinson joined who helps us from a, a video and from a blogging perspective. And then also Helen, who is one of our social mediators. She works on quite a few of our contracts and Helen's background is all in quality and, and that kind of stuff. So she tends to work with the clients that can be a bit more technical sometimes. I mean, she also does quite a bit of content writing for us and she's a real through and through project manager. So it'd be quite interesting, you know, the conversations that come out in terms of approaching creating content for somebody else. Um, and also, you know, I'm, I'm recording this not knowing what's going to be said. So I'm a little bit nervous to hear what they might say about me. Um, but I, I'm sure they'll all behave themselves. I'm sure it will all be fine. Um, but without further ado, let's get into the episode. Oh, it says it's live. Right. It says we are live. Hello. Hello, everybody on Facebook and hello, everybody on LinkedIn. Hi. Hope you can see us on um, Christina's profile on LinkedIn and on our Facebook group as well. Um, you might notice something a bit different today. Spot who's not here. So we've got some new friends. What is it they say? We've got some new friends. But what is it they say? The inmates have taken over the asylum, something like that. So, um, well, anyway, we didn't want to let you down because we've got Christina's on holiday, Jane's on holiday this week. Um, so we have enlisted the help of some of the some some of the others in the GU crew, which are normally beavering away behind the scenes and doing their own thing as well. So um, obviously you all know Mark and Emily, but um, Kevin, Helen, do you want to introduce yourself, say kind of who you are, what you do? So, uh, Kevin, if you want to go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I'm uh, Kevin Robinson. I make uh, primarily video and uh, do a lot of copywriting and things of that nature, as well as at the end of this episode, I'll be translating it into a podcast and various other things like that. So I do kind of media assets. The question successfully. I felt like I'm hoping you go to Helen first. Give me time to <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, I'm Helen Bell, and I work as a social mediator and a blog writer here at uh, Green Umbrella. And when I'm not doing that, uh, I also run my own um, business improvement consultancy. Um, I focused on quality. I'm an ISO 9001 lead auditor, so um, anything quality, quality management systems, and procurement is uh, is my sort of is my other my other role, my other day job when I've got my <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Ah, well, thank you guys for stepping in. It's nice to for other people to see kind of who else we've got on the team and the different skill sets, I think, as well. Yeah. So um so yeah, it's it's nice to see the sort of broad, broad brush that we've got. Um I must say as well, because you guys were saying that you've got terrible storms in and around Northampton at the moment. So it might be some Wi-Fi issues and 
Yeah. yeah. So I was mm. saying to you, wasn't I, Amanda, just before this, mm. that for the past hour, probably, all I've been doing is switching between my Wi-Fi and then it cuts off again. And I kept sending screenshots to Mark because he didn't believe me. He thought I was just trying to get out of the life lunch. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, here you go. And he said that I'd Photoshopped it. And I said, I don't have those skills in Photoshop, so I can't do that. <laughs> you, you, you've been well trained. I know you can do it. Could I? From outside the office where I am, every direction you look, there's just a great black thunderhead yeah. all in the same direction. And, and sunlight on, on the end of Daventry, which is probably, Daventry looks blessed. It's probably the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, no Wi Fi no problems here because um, now that I've moved out of a town into the rural countryside that is um, that is Norton, this little village in um, Northamptonshire, near Daventry, I hasten to add, um, I've had to get myself this big 5G gigacube thing. Um, mm. because I cannot get Wi-Fi. I cannot get anything better than just under two megabytes per second download. Uh, and that is not going to work at all when you're trying to work from home. It's just horrific. Yes. But the, um, the this 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 box that we've got is is magic. And at the moment, I don't have any kids. So um, they're not downloading stuff. So everything's hunky dory here. Oh, okay. so see. So at least if I get cut off, Helen will still be here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never done this before, but you know, we'll have... yeah, it's fine. You'll be good. You're, yeah. you're doing great. <laughs> nothing, nothing yet on the south coast. So I'm still waiting for the rain. It's got it's got got there. Got apocalyptic thunderstorms and everybody's Wi-Fi is dropping out. This is looking shaping up to be a good show so far, isn't it? Oh no. Well, <laughs> So we can't not talk about the weather, really, can we, to start with, before we dive into what's new in marketing, because it has been crazy hot this week. So how's everyone been coping working in the heat? Are you uh, any top tips that you can share with anyone? Um, I have a fan, which I'm not going to put on because Mark keeps complaining that it makes a really bad noise. Um, and I also, a bit like you, Amanda, I was saying I felt like an 80s pop star. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like meatloaf or something. Yeah, it's not really yeah. It's not great. <laughs> um, other than that, no. I have a squash. Keep hydrated. That's it. <laughs> My top well, tip. <laughs> Mark, you, you're surrounded by IT equipment that's chucking out a lot of heat as well. How have you been coping? Shorts and t-shirt. I've, I've, <laughs> I've had to relent from check shirts for once. Oh so my it, God. It, it, it is shorts and t-shirt weather. It's that Check hot. is your brand, Mark. I don't I know, have the attention. Well, <laughs> sorry, I know. It's just not me anymore. But... It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love it. He's complaining about it. I'm in, I'm in the element when it's hot. I don't know. I'm kind of solar powered. I get annoyingly full of energy in submarines. I'm out and bouncing off the ceilings at half past five in the morning wanting to get out like a puppy scratching at the back door. I love it. <laughs> I love this one. Do you? Oh. So do you, this is good for you, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've got a fan here. It looks like a droid out of Star Wars sitting next to me here, a great big kind of air conditioning unit. Apart from that, no, I love it. I really enjoy it. Mm. See, I was saying, I don't mind the heat, but when you have to work, that's when it annoys me, and especially where I'm sitting, because you guys will all know, but we have loads of windows around here. So about three o'clock, the sun is literally blinding mm. me and I cannot yeah. see and I'm roasting hot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, the kind of the energy dip and the concentration dip hits me generally about four. That's mm. when I kind of need to go. I need to take a break, go and sit somewhere cool. But I've kind of been migrating around the house. You know, as I've, I work from home anyway, so I've kind of gone. We have an office in the house, but it's really hot in the morning. Um, so yeah, I'm in the front bedroom at the moment, which is less cool. But you can tell because now one side of my oh, one side of my face is really dark because it's coming over really cloudy. <laughs> so. Oh, no, I did wonder where you were, Amanda, because I couldn't, I don't recognise this background. I don't know. This is a new one. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. It's the woodland creatures the on fridge? the wall. Mm -hmm. Are you migrating to the fridge? Is that what we're seeing? Is that kind of a... Yes, I'm just in the fridge, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Helen? How have you been? I, I've, it's been hot. It's been, we, you know, we can't deny it's been hot. And I'm not complaining about it either, because it's not nice the weather in this country usually so um so I've I've been enjoying it but I think I totally get what you're saying about the concentration levels um and what I've just found is that I have to do everything in small bite-sized chunks for I I, my concentration span will be about you know, anything from 30 minutes to an hour and then that's mm. it I have to walk away do something else get a drink, whatever, just sit in the garden for a few minutes, recharge and then come back to it because otherwise you just, that the, the heat just is stifling and yeah. you just can't, you, you lose that concentration, you get that concentration lapse. And it's really hard. I think if you're writing things like blogs where you've just got to sit down and just get on with it, it's it all of a sudden you get that writer's block and you're like I can't think I can't think about what I'm about to put on the paper it, it or you read it and you think that just doesn't make sense I need to get up and walk away now so 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 yeah it's been it's been like that for the last the last few days today's probably the first day that I sat here and just gone it's okay I, my concentration levels are they're back yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the message is isn't it? Be, <laughs> be be kind to yourselves. It is yeah. it is quite difficult. Take regular breaks, as Emily said. Keep super hydrated because once a headache kicks in, then then it's tough. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we've spent a while talking about the weather. Like I said, we couldn't not really. But there is bigger things going on in the world of marketing in our general weeks. So. Um, so yeah, what what have we been working on this week? What have we noticed? So, um, yeah, Emily, you had a few things you wanted to to pick up today. I was thinking, is she going to pick me first? <laughs> um, yes, I did. So I wanted to talk about reels within Instagram. Um, so actually, you and I, Amanda, were sort of saying, weren't we? That there hasn't been that much news recently, but something mm. that they have been testing apparently is a homepage for reels within Instagram. So a lot of the feedback for Reels has been that they don't think that it's going to take off as much as TikTok has because TikTok is a much easier platform to find things and to sort of follow people and it's much easier to navigate basically. Mm. Whereas a lot of people have been saying with Reels that it has just been thrown into Instagram as an add-on and it hasn't really been thought about. It's very difficult to navigate. So as far as I'm aware, the only way that you can really navigate it, which isn't really navigating it at all, is by clicking on one of the videos um, within the, the search function and then just scrolling through. But it doesn't really specifically like, allow you to search for things or anything like that. So um, something that's been picked up in Germany 
is a home function for Reels. Um, mm -hmm. So apparently the new layout uh, that they are testing is having the Reels tab along the bottom toolbar. So you know along the bottom where you can sort of add a post and that type of thing. What they've done is moved the discovery tab up to the top next to the messages and they've put the Reels tab at the bottom. Um, so basically it's just going with everyone's feedback pretty much. People will then um, imagine be able to click on it and maybe search for things and they're just making it a, a bit of a bigger thing within Instagram than mm. it is at the moment not being able to search for it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's quite interesting. It's interesting that they're picking up on this feedback. They obviously realize that they can't compete with TikTok unless they make more of a thing with it because another thing that they were talking about was the algorithm within TikTok. So um, the way that that works, I believe, is uh, that anyone can sort of look at your videos and it's based on content rather than followers. Um, whereas within Instagram, obviously they have a lot of the privacy functions and that type of thing. So um, the algorithm isn't necessarily going to work the same. So that is something that they are going to be competing with, but they are going the right the right way about it by creating this home home function and mm. trying to make a big thing out of it because otherwise it's just it's not going to compete. I don't think, and a lot of people have been saying that. So. So yeah, basically watch this space. We'll have to see how it goes. But I'm curious to see, because everyone knows I love Instagram. So I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I think I've watched a few of the videos and they are very similar TikTok style videos. But mm. like like I've sort of said, you can't search for anything. So I've clicked on things here and there, but I haven't really got into it yet. So have to wait and see. It's a pretty the thing about I'm, I haven't looked at reels yet, but you know, a couple mm -hmm. of things um struck me about it because obviously it's fairly, I just haven't had a chance to get get around to it. But it's it's a big ask to compete with TikTok, isn't it? That's a that's a you know, a big, big, big marketplace that they've got after there, and a pretty fixed one. TikTok's done a really good job of grabbing a market. And also is it, 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 it was a really old fashioned name that reels. It's all yeah, it's quite. Yeah, I didn't really think of that. And maybe they're going for the retro, the retro vibes. I don't mm. know, but yeah. yeah, it is quite old fashioned. They're going, they're going for the demographic that use Instagram, and not TikTok. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. Instagram used to be very retro as well, though, when it first started. The old feel of it, the filters, it very much yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. A, re a retro thing when it started, and it's developed differently now. I think as the, they've seen the market develop. Maybe it was a conscious decision. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, if they were going with that, then it is kind of, as Kevin said, it's quite sort of retro, like old fashioned. But maybe that's what that's what they wanted. I'm not sure, but yeah. yeah. Well, there's a bit of a bit of a you know resurgence in things, that especially they were kind of you were seeing outdoor cinemas before, but now oh, with yeah. social distancing, you know, we're trying to get you see driving movies popping up all over the UK, don't you? Kind of mm, yeah. Wheels yeah, and reels, that kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I actually went to one of those. Very good, by the way, if anyone's thinking about it. But oh, local yeah, plug, I... local businesses plug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. <laughs> what did you? See? Um, I saw. What did you see? Pretty Woman at Warwick Castle, Luna oh. Cinema. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was good. Backdrop. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And well, it's a backdrop for a story about <laughs> a. Well, yeah, that's not a lady of the night. 
<laughs> well, it's a great movie. It's a classic. But yeah. Anyway, back to real. So yeah, I think it's um. I wonder whether I've noticed sort of a few influencers sort of picking up on it and they have made a few videos, but I wonder now that Instagram are obviously trying to push it, obviously with everything that Christina sort of mentioned that's happening in America and things like that, then possibly banning TikTok. I wonder if they are now really thinking, right, we have to push this. We're taking on everyone's feedback. We have to make a big deal out of it because otherwise TikTok might be banned and then reels might come to nothing. Whereas Obviously, they could make a, a thing out of it if they if they do push it. Mm. So we'll have to see if more people start using it. But yeah. like I said, I have noticed a few people, a few influencers especially, trialing I, it. I think some have been lured over with the promise of a bit of a, a bit of sponsorship cash. Yeah, so some influencers have been lured over with kind yeah. of a, you know, we'll we'll pay you basically to be on here. Mm. Um, yeah, you know. Which is fair mm-hmm. enough, I suppose. That's how they how they're mm-hmm. going to make their business. So, watch mm-hmm. this space, I guess. Yeah. Has there been any more developments on the whole TikTok Trump running? I don't. There's been things said, but I I don't know, Amanda. Have you seen anything specific? Last thing I heard uh, is that he was considering it, and he sort of said that he was going to do it, but he hasn't actually done it. So I don't know. Uh, most recent news I've heard, and I must admit, last couple of days I haven't been that on the ball with it due to other commitments. Um, is that TikTok were opening a data centre in Ireland, I think it was, so to try and alleviate some of the concern about data being in China. Um, Microsoft uh, said they were interested, um, but I think some of the, the TikTok and Trump stuff has been overshadowed a bit this week by like what's going on over there politically, you know, kind of running mates announced for everybody. So it's that's what's grabbed the headlines rather than TikTok. So yeah. if there is news, it's hiding somewhere else. Because Trump's yeah. not exactly consistent, does he? <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm. Consistency is not exactly his politics. <laughs> no, exactly. Maybe he just said it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what else have we got then? What else have we got? Oh, we need the TikTok queen, Christina. Paul, no, we don't. <laughs> No, we don't. We're fine. <laughs> to be fair, Christina is the TikTok queen. I'll oh, she is. Yeah, to... she's, she's obsessed with it. And we kind of have this thing that we think it would make quite a good um, quite a good movie in itself. Now, you can imagine the developers over at Instagram kind of like, we need to get reels out really quickly. What are they doing over there? And it's kind of, you know, oh, like an old Western <laughs> thing. But like Cowboys and Westerns, but reels and TikTok battle yeah, it out. Exactly. So it's the first world, first world Western. I mean, it could be good. I could watch it. It could be a multiple. It's no pretty woman, but, you know. No, but anyway. anyway. Mark, how are you? I'm going to pick on you as well, because you are... You uh, mean I've got to actually say something? Oh, yeah. Shocking. Well, all I, I, I don't know, I don't know the Kevin's... Let's switch it away for a second. Just put, obviously, Paul's online as well, and he's, he's said uh, a couple of things to Kevin. He's called you Cuddly Kevin now instead of Cuddly Christina. Okay. Just, just, uh, just so you know, that's your new hashtag. Um, and then, and then he, he, is throw, he is throwing you a bit of abuse as well. So he said, uh, Dylan Dark, that's you and Daventry. And also he said, you're from Oldham. He's not used to the sunshine. Kevin's trying to be nice and promote the business community, isn't he? Yeah, and that's the abuse that he's getting from Mr Green. And, uh, but to be fair, Paula just said about the, the TikTok movie as well. If it trends, Emily will watch it. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> Football knows me well already. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's like there's limited viewings and it's trending, I'll 100% be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> limited spaces. Yeah, I'll be like, oh gosh, must get it now. Paul <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, says he loves you really, Kevin. That is not Emily. Okay. My general thing, it's been a pretty much a website week again. So uh, we've had a, another site go live this week for a startup recruiter in London, which is good. So they've, they've launched their business. Um, and then we've got another couple that are sort of nearly ready to go. So we're working, they're both in the recruitment sphere as well. So they should hopefully be going live in the next sort of couple of weeks or so. Um, there's been some updates to WordPress. So there's been a, a WordPress update this week. Um, there's a couple of things in there that are quite interesting. Um, WordPress has now got its own XML sitemap um, within WordPress itself at the moment to generate sitemaps. We've always used Yoast um, to, to use that um, functionality, but now that's internal. So we'll probably give that a go and just see if that, you know, if that actually helps things better. Obviously we, we use Yoast for other things anyway, so we've always got that as a backup for our sites. But if you're not using Yoast, you've now got that functionality within WordPress automatically, which is good. Um, and then the other thing, or oh, another interesting one, they've introduced a thing called Lazy Load, again, natively into WordPress, which is where, for example, images, if you've got images further down the page, it'll only start to load them as you're starting to scroll towards an image. So it's saving uh, load speed and things like that. So again, we, we use sort of cache plugins to help us do that. But again, we'll be looking to see whether it's more efficient with the, the sort of internal WordPress functionality on that one so we've got a uh, a new site that uh, just about to start working on so we'll we'll sort of compare the functionality on those and see if that helps uh you know rather than using the plugins using the internal wordpress bits so geeky but quite interesting <laughs> the other thing that i was going to say about it and i don't know whether kevin or know this this guy but they, they they're a bit like google things they um they name um versions after people and things and this is called Eckstein and it's it's named in honor of Billy Eckstein who was a jazz musician from the mid 20th century I'd Ep never heard Epstein, of him. Eckstein did you say? E Eckstein, Billy Eckstein. I don't know, no, ECK don't worry. Yeah. Oh ECK, okay right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So, so I, I did have to have a Google, but there you go. There's a music, music connection in there as well. Oh, now, there you are. But like I said, how old do you honestly think I am? I, 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 I just, you're a man of the world. That's all I was, yeah. you know. You're a wise man, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard him on the wireless. So, yeah. right, no taking a mick out of accents. We are an inclusive community here at Green Umbrella. Sorry, Amanda. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in line. Keep it. Sorry, everyone. Kevin gives as good as he gets, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, Helen, what about you? So this is your first time on Live Lunch. Give us a bit of an insight into the sorts of things you're working on with your with your clients at the moment. Um, um, it's it's pretty much this week's not been uh, very busy on the video side for once to be honest. It's been quite a quiet week. There's a lot of people on holiday, 
next week I've got a couple of video shoots to do, but um, one for uh, kind of financial sector one, and then one for a, a software developer. But I've been um, this week. I, I one of my clients is is, is in, a, in a bit of a, a weird position whereby they provide sanitising products and um, uh, stuff that purifies air and things into the care sector. So they've been. Uh, taking up a lot of my time, as you can imagine, recently. I've got, so I've been doing a lot of product shoots for sanitizer stuff and things like that. And I've got, I'm in an office that um, it's full of cleaning products at the minute. And if you if you want to smell something that is really unpleasant, try mixing about eight different types of cleaning products on the table. Yeah. It's, it's incredible in here. But depending where you're standing, it, it smells very so like like a gent's toilet or, or a freshly cleaned hotel room. Depending on where you're standing. Just have to move like, around. It's like walking into a branch of lush. <laughs> really well, aren't you? <laughs> I, lo I love lush, but it is a, it's a sensory overload when you go in there with all the smells. Do you know what it's like? It's exactly like when you walk past lush and you get kind of hit with a baseball battered smell. Yeah. <laughs> too much going on. Too many smells. Brain can't compute them all. But I so true. I don't know why suddenly product photography seems to be the thing that we're getting a lot of, which is good because um, Bella's working for me now part time, so she does a lot of the photography for me. So it's all really oh. good. So and, and Bella is is semi part of the GU crew, isn't she? How, where does she fit into the mix? So everyone watching knows. Uh, Bella is uh, she's um, uh, my daughter, and uh, she also does some work for Christina. And, and the, 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 well, I think mainly I think for me because I give a complex stuff and run. I'll let, leave it to sink or swim. Whereas uh, you guess you give it, you, you look after a far too much. Well, it's fair to say she she earns her pocket money, doesn't she? That's for sure. She's a good kid for that, and she really does. She's a really good grafter. I don't. Uh, I actually don't employ her because. She's my daughter. I employ her because she's very good at what she does and cheap. Mm. <laughs> cheap. You shouldn't well, say that, Nick Kevin. <laughs> well, Paul has added on the chat, she's the brains of the family. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I know she's yeah. a smart cookie. Yes. Yeah. But no, she does a great job. And like I said, um, I'm not above exploiting my, I wonder, my benefit. I wonder if anybody watching um, enlists the help of their family as well. So if you if you're watching and you kind of yeah rope the kids until particularly now they're on school holidays and they've been at home, let us know what you well you, yeah let us know if you get them to help and if you do pay them pocket money or a wage for it. Uh, anyway, Helen, what about you? Oh, so this week, um, one of the things I've been doing this week is um, I've been working with one of my clients again, um, a, a recruiter in a specialist field. Um, just try and build up their um, their Facebook following and their LinkedIn following, particularly the um, the followers on their LinkedIn business page. Um, and there's been a lot of toing and froing between us, just trying to um, get them to understand that if they also interact with the page and share things or like things from the page, that not only does that bring a kind of it, it brings a face to the, the the business that they that they own and they they run, but it will also help with the following in, in increase and in engagement as well. Because I think it's becoming increasingly more difficult to actually get up those 
like organic followers onto um onto a LinkedIn page. And sometimes I think when you when you're working with some of your clients, they don't understand that actually by not engaging with their page, they're effectively cutting out quite a lot of potential followers uh, and that that potential level of engagement. So so we've had um, we've had a couple of really good sort of discussions this week about just increasing the engagement through that level. I don't know if everybody else sort of finds the same thing that sometimes I, I don't know if it's that there's that there's not the understanding or that it just I think that clients feel that just putting the page out there is the and and promote 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 sell 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 is the right thing oh. to do. But, it, but it, it's, you know, we talk about it so many times on here, don't we? It's all the other bits. It's all of the other human elements, the day-to-day -day interactions, the, wow, it's hot today, that kind of really get the engagement and grab people. And then they hit the follow-up button. And then there's the uh, the call to action and they'll hit the click button again. So, mm. so yeah, that's been, um, that's, that, that, that's been one of my sort of big pieces um this week um other than that i'm uh, I, i'm uh, this week is a blog writing week so i've got i've got two to do before friday uh because i want to get them, get them out midweek i've got my own blog to write as well and i haven't even thought about that so that's uh, that's kind of sitting on the back burner after everything uh, else but uh, but I'm glad the weather's cooled down a bit now because uh, my my blog writing ability will definitely improve mm. with uh, with increased levels of concentration. Yeah, bless you, busy lady. <laughs> oh yeah, I just it doesn't stop some days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, blog writing. Sorry, I was going to say blog writing is a bit of a theme. I think because um, funny enough, I've I've written one written the one for GU this morning. Um, I was at a writing workshop earlier this week and Kevin and I tend to be our resident uh, copywriting go-tos as well when we've done our webinars. So um, so Helen Helen and or Kevin, when it comes to blogging, yeah, yeah, how when people are getting started, are they just thinking topic or you know, how do they start to weave in kind of a, a narrative or create that story and why is it important? Um, I, well, you know, my, my thing about story, I'm, you know, I get kind of a very ranty about, about the importance of that, about narrative and story and about telling a story effectively, you know, because, partly because, it, 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 you know, it's something I was, uh, I taught at university for years and things, but, but partly because, you know, if you want people to read stuff, make it readable. And that means you've got to obey those rules about structures and beginnings and middles and ends and stories and make it engaging. And you know, um, the, there's uh, my—I mean, you know, my, my my sort of training was was as a television writer, as a, a screenwriter for television. So it was. So maybe that you know that gets in you a little bit, but the rules are exactly the same. That it's about conflict. It's about solving a problem. It's about good characters. You know, um, the, 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 I, I tend to, we were talking about this, weren't we, Amanda, the other day, it's a bit embarrassing, but sometimes I think about blog, when I'm writing blogs for companies, I think about business as a character, how does it speak, how does it, you know, what does it talk about, mm -hmm. what's it around the world, and, 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 and try and write as that character almost, you know, how, how it works. But it, but it is in the end, I think it's just about engaging stories and 
keyword stuff in will spoil that, all the other stuff that we say not to do, you know, and, and I think the best advice for, for people that, you know, an old phrase is that, that nothing teaches writing like writing, you know, yeah. just get on with it, just do something. Do something. I, I must admit, I, um, <clears throat> I, I, Kevin wrote a blog earlier this week that I had to uh, proofread and, and get off to a client quickly. And, and you know what? I, no, but you know, I look at that. that. <laughs> I really what I really like because a lot of the blogs that I write are um they've been they've been about you know COVID-19 and um furloughing people and oh it's all doom and well actually the COVID ones have been really positive because they've been uh, a lot of them have been about vaccine development and um, my goodness I've I just feel like I've increased my um my knowledge of like biotech industries and pharmaceutical industries is boundless now but um what i really liked sorry i'm digressing what i really liked about the blog that kevin wrote was um was the opening bit of it that was from a first person point of view um and it and, and it made the whole thing really personable i i really liked i really like that because sometimes i do that or sometimes i'll add the personal bit at the end but sometimes if it's about a specific subject um i've certainly got a, a couple of clients that like their blogs written in a very specific way um so i emulate their writing style and that's not always a first person writing style but I, I I loved reading that one and it gave me some really good ideas for um for sort of future future blogs when I, I read that no I, I'm just gonna like sort of what do they say plagiarism is the um greatest form of flattery <laughs> copying with pride <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it is but it, that, that's really hard isn't it you when you when you blog writing for somebody we I mean, we don't know we're talking about people's writing you know, starting to write, but I think um, uh, yeah, I just seen Paul's question. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you by putting it on the screen, but let's come on to that in a second. I, I don't. I, I can only handle one idea at a time. I'm a very simple. <laughs> but I think it's really hard when you have to write in somebody else's style. I think that's one of the biggest challenges you get sometimes. <laughs> Even really complex stuff. You know, you say you talk. You know know about biomechanics and all sorts of stuff i know all sorts of stuff i don't need to know 800 blogs and i've written about things i know how to empty a chemical toilet in a caravan i've no idea but i had to write about it once yeah. so you, what i find writing in somebody else's writing the subject is years of practice at university and yeah. things is quite easy writing as in a different style is really quite hard i find um it takes longer and you've got to go back over it and you, you know you, you start mm -hmm. saying stuff i find yeah that's the bit i find hardest when you've got a house style you've got to adhere to mm -hmm. um, and i think well, maybe that's the downside of that story first attitude because i want to tell the story not how they to, to suddenly have to tell it a particular way is quite hard you know yeah definitely i think to answer paul's question though about um how to sort of how to generate topics to blog about i think if they're if they're your own topics if you, you you think about things that are that are are in you will find interesting because it's very i find that it's very difficult to write about a topic that i'm disengaged with and particularly when i'm looking for topics that are that are topics for my own 
my own website blogs, I'm thinking about, oh, is my audience going to be interested in it? One, but also I think, am I going to be interested in it? Because I, I personally will write a better blog if I'm engaged with the content. Definitely, I can I can I can write one where I'm I'm not so engaged, but I tend to find that it it almost like filters to the bottom of the to do list. So I I think if you and if you haven't written a blog before, I, my advice would be pick something, pick something that you're interested in that both you and your audience will be engaged in. What what, yeah. what do you think? I'm, I'm, you're the gurus. I'm I'm merely the Padawan. Well, <laughs> I like that, the Padawan. Um, <laughs> oh, we're only quarter to one and getting Star Wars references. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that just to borrow from the, the stuff that we were doing, Amanda, is that what I think is really useful. I, I Sometimes when you're looking for topics, the, the clients that are quite hard are the ones that go, how you decide. Oh, yeah. yeah. But so what I do is then I'll, I'll take the product and um, you know you go well what if and, and you ask a question around it rather than try and specifically think of a title. Mm -hmm. So you know I, I can't give anything off the top of my head, so I use the one we did in the webinar, which was you know what if my client sells frozen prawns? And you go well what if you had I don't know a quarter of a bag in your freezer? All right, well we could write a blog about how to make wholesome family meals out of a small amount of prawns you know you can do something on how long can they stay in the freezer you can start so if you ask what if about the product or the service or whatever that you're writing about what it tends to do is put you in the mind of the reader a little bit because you're starting to ask what would happen in their lives what would this be to them um, and i always find that quite useful uh, and then usually that will if you then say and next after that will be that can sometimes give you a range of uh, subjects to write about as well um, but there are, there are there's all sorts of kind of techniques on that, generating topics to blog about. Yeah, where do you get your ideas from? Well, funnily enough, <laughs> the blog I wrote this morning is called Nine Awesome Ideas of Things You Can Blog About. So uh, I promise that I haven't, I haven't like, you know, seeded, seeded that with Paul to say, ask about it. Uh, it's just a coincidence because it's off the back of the webinars we did to give people some inspiration because there is nothing worse than people kind of going, oh, I know I need to write a blog. I just don't know what to talk. I don't know what to talk about. But there are heaps of ideas in there, um, you know, from things like checklists through to event previews and reviews, products and services, reviews, anything like that. Um, so, so yeah, make sure you're signed up to the Green Umbrella newsletter and you will get that in your inbox tomorrow. Um, yeah. It's on our live, on our website as well um, under the blog section. But yeah, there's heaps of ideas in there which should spark something for you so that you just don't get that kind of dreaded, mm -hmm. dreaded blank page. Um, but, you know, think about what you like reading as well, you know, so um, things that are of interest to you, things that you're asked about. So we kind of rotate who writes the Green Umbrella blog. So Emily writes them sometimes, Mark does. So we kind of focus on our area of expertise, but it's things, I guess, that, that clients ask you. So Mark, when you were asked about um, print and design, well, what sort of topics have you covered before? Um, well, as Emily will obviously attest to, my, my blogging is very rare. And as I said to this morning, when, when I uploaded the Green Umbrella blog, I, I, I do pictures, not words, basically. Yeah, so. Emily, can you read this thing? I don't deal with words, I just deal with pictures. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, things, 
things like uh, I mean, I think some of the things I've done in the past are you know what makes a you know a decent business card, what um, bizarrely what things you need on a letterhead, you know what are the legal things you sometimes need. So, so it's a bit about practical things as well as the actual design things because design needs to work as well as actually look pretty. So it's a combination of all those things. Obviously, looking at fonts and things, we've done tips on that kind of thing. Um, consistency of branding. So, yeah, it could be a mix of anything, really. Mm. And now, cool. now the phone's ringing. How was it? Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone ringing over asking us to write a blog for them. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Just as, a, as an aside, as a sort of a, a different segue, where, where's people's views on, like, blogs versus podcasts and things like that? Because quite often I will sit down and... I'll, I'll sit down and read a blog because it's it's not a long piece of prose, you know. It's sort of, what, between five and 800 words. It's a side of paper. And then what I've found recently is a lot, a, a lot of people, particularly that I'm following on LinkedIn, have stopped blogging and started doing podcasts. And actually, a 25-minute podcast is I, – I, I might listen to some of it, but I'll – I'll have to think about taking time in my day to listen to a blog cut, a, 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 a podcast. Peyton, that word, Helen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got me in the column right there for me to handle it already, Helen. Don't introduce new ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I see what you're saying, Helen, and I think you're probably hit the nail on the head it's all about what the right vehicle to tell your story i don't think there's any in, in all honesty right this is the, christina said i wasn't allowed to rant about stuff no i'm gonna rant right look it doesn't matter if you need something um to go into people's homes directly that you want them to uh, hang on to to a for a while and you have to print it and push it through their letterbox so print is the right medium for that story um blogs are great but you can't read them while you're driving to work it's fraught with danger so you have to have a podcast um you know the same with the video videos are great but don't try and tell more than one story they're rubbish at that you know it, it's a, so it's all about understanding i think you know what the vehicle is what the delivery system for the story mm. is. good story delivered right it will work and and, and i think the reason a lot of people are turning to podcasts is is probably for the same reason that despite cinema and television and the internet and everything, that radio is still going and that talk radio is, is the biggest area these days, in, you know, in building audience in radio is because you can do it in the background. You know, it yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's been a big surge of, well, there's been a big surge of people listening to podcasts and consuming them um, yeah. since we've, we've had um, lockdown and, and coming out of lockdown. But equally, there's been a massive surge of people producing and sharing them. So and that's what I've seen. I've seen a huge mm. surge in, in people in, in people um, sh sharing them. Certainly on uh, on things like, particularly on LinkedIn, actually. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think the um, rise of Alexas and um, Google and it, what it, Paul Green's on uh, one day asking what I did at his Google device. Very funny indeed. The finest day of my life. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know the rise of that whether it's directly listening to the podcast on those Alexa devices or the fact that you get used to something so it spreads into other parts of your life 
um, you know, the, that is, an, and then I, I read somewhere that the largest increase in any media form um, for the 25 to 35 year old bracket is listening to audio now. Mm. Audio books, podcast yeah. series there. I mean, do any of us listen to podcasts? Any, anyone um, listening? It's also worth mentioning if you're commenting and watching on LinkedIn, we can't monitor the comments on both at the same time, I don't think. So um, so if you're on Facebook, then yes, we can see your comments. But yeah, what, what would people recommend podcast-wise? What are you listening to? What's, what's good either work-wise or not work-wise? Well, obviously the green umbrella one. Well, obviously, how could I forget? <laughs> Aside from that, I, mean. I, I, I listen to a, I listen to um, to to kind of some of the TED talks ones periodically. I think mm. some of those are really good, uh, especially yeah. if you're if you want if you need a bit of motivation or you want a bit of motivation. There's nothing like a good sort of TED talk podcast. In fact, I um I I actually um, posted one not on my LinkedIn. I posted one with a for a client this morning, and I listened to it. It was the first thing I listened to when I got up this morning, and it was great. It was really good, really really good about why just pushing change all the time doesn't doesn't work. Actually, you know, you need to have some emotional. You know, if you want to push things and to change things or sell things. You need to have real emotional intelligence because people won't just accept change or goods or anything else being pushed pushed on them. And it was a great podcast. It was fantastic. It was about 20 minutes long. And uh, what was it called? Yeah. Sorry, Helen. I will, I'll find it. It was, um, it was a, I think it was, a, <laughs> no, it was a Harvard Business Review podcast. Okay. Um, but I'll uh, I can always uh, post it onto what uh, onto the the Facebook. Yeah, share the link if it's if it's worth us. Yeah. Link up in a bit. Yeah, it was really mm. but really good for particularly for anybody in a well in 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 a sales field and things like that. It was just it was just a really kind of succinct explanation of why being pushy doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, no one likes that approach, do they? Absolutely. Yeah. But I I. I literally sent a really strong message similar to a salesperson this morning for that very reason. They were they were pushing and pushing yeah. and just looking when he lost the sale. I'm not interested in that. And they uh, uh, rang me twice in a row from two separate numbers. Um because I didn't pick the first one because I knew it was they tried again and that was when I sent the text. Then then a text message and I've been trying to ring you and it's exactly that, you know, I sent a message that said back said my job requires me concentrating. You blew that twice in a row now forget it. And it just don't, I don't think people behave, you know, react to that anymore. Yeah. I got arrested, didn't I? Sorry, we we're talking about podcasts. I digress into <laughs> that's a Emily Park, are you, are you audio podcasty people? No, I'm not. I think the thing is, I'm it's one of those things where I can see the appeal of it, like Kevin said, that you can listen to it whilst we're doing other things, but my problem is that I find it really hard to multitask <laughs> so if I'm like I can't listen to music whilst I'm working especially if I'm trying to read something so if mm. I'm trying to listen to a podcast and read something like my brain just cannot compute it at all so mm. I don't know I just I've never been that person my I'm not, the same as my mum my mum's never been that person so I think if it's something that doesn't take much concentration then I can do it but it's just if I need to concentrate on something else, I can't concentrate on two things at the same time. So my brain's too small. <laughs> <laughs> like a koala, they have really small yeah. brains. 
Can you read some whether it's all a big lie anyway? Nobody can actually multitask. You know. Yes, that's true. No one can. Men or women. Just to do. To, uh, do two things badly probably at the same time yeah yeah and i'm so, a perfectionist so that's not for me there yeah. you go you've turned it into a positive for me kevin thanks so much <laughs> i mean one thing well without giving yourself a distraction so i do two things badly mm. yeah. so if anyone is thinking about podcasts if you're doing audio um yeah anything like this audio webinars that kind of thing you know why not turn them into a podcast so it's, it's actually not that difficult you know there, there is tech out there that you can you can turn stuff into a podcast we do it with live lunch we do it with some of our webinars so you know if you're someone who likes to consume you know I, to, I listen to a few um while i'm walking the dog generally so my audio books and podcasts while i'm walking the dog so she say 20 25 minutes great way to kind of bite size bite size some learning um or just for a bit of entertainment you know um, I was I was reading some stats earlier this week talking about how much, time, <laughs> how much time. Hashtag to Davey. <laughs> I can't do. I can't disappoint the followers. So. <laughs> your fans. Your <laughs> fans. Um, In my head now, like your day consists of you sitting there getting a cup of coffee and going, should I have a nice break? Oh no, I could read some stats. I've got, I've got to get some stats to back up my learning. Well, now. Uh, Pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, um, the amount of time UK people spend on social media is now two hours in the UK a day. So, and the main reasons we are using it, because it kind of was becoming a bit passive. If you think about Facebook, less so LinkedIn, because we're all in sales mode. But if you think about Facebook, it was quite passive. It kind of moved into, um, you know, we weren't posting our own photos necessarily. We were looking for entertainment, um, you know, sort of memes, things of doing dogs in ice baths, that kind of stuff. So stuff to keep us entertained. Um, but now we're kind of using that time and we are going on and connecting with people in meaningful ways. We're looking for news. We're using it increasingly as a, as a news source. Um, and certainly pandemic wise, we're looking for entertainment. So we're looking for videos. You know, some of that time we spend on there is YouTube. Um, and yeah, and some of it might be to consume things like blogs ideas of what to do at home so whether it's consumer things like things you can do in the garden things you can do with the kids over the summer holidays so depending on what your business is tailor that you know because if, if we're spending two hours a day on social media you've got to be where your audience hangs out yeah, yeah. haven't you there's no point no one spends two hours a day reading a newspaper doing anything else so it just yeah it just kind of makes sense to me that that's that's where we need to be looking yeah like best. Mm, there we go right well i think we're coming to a nice nice rounded end um any anybody got anything to add anything burning they want to share over i was just going to say i've put the um i've put the art of persuasion podcast onto um onto the facebook comments so it's there so it's there now if anyone's interested in having a having a read there you go there's a link if anybody needs it but yeah it'll still be in the um stream under the comments so hbr.org and then the link to the podcast mastering the art of persuasion fab well that's it then i guess yeah well mm -hmm. i wonder how christina thinks we've done i don't I'm know she hasn't, she hasn't put a comment in her in so it, she must be watching surely I don't think she'd. I don't think she'd not yet. I, I, I don't think she is i she wouldn't be able to hold back and not like 
We've had a great time. Obviously, we miss you, Christina and Jane, but Helen and Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Great to see you on screen so people can meet more, more of the team. And we'll see everybody next week. Cool. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.